so the unthinkable has happened. Oh my god. Uh, Riverdale has been canceled. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I just found out this morning. I woke up. I turned on my phone. It was the first <gasps> thing I saw. I thought they just renewed it. I thought so too. Well, they did. So they're getting a season seven and then it's over. Oh my God. They're doing one more season and then Riverdale's over <gasps> forever and ever and ever. Um, That's I think, insane. I think maybe we should all just kill ourselves. We, there's <laughs> might nothing, be the only option. There's literally nothing <laughs> to live for anymore. Um, oh my I God. don't know what to do, to be honest with you. That's really like unbelievable unbelievable and unthinkable and devastating and unacceptable and terrible and tragic and awful and horrible that's Um, so sad yeah yeah it really is um i I, wow (laughs) this is cole sprouse's fault it's cole sprouse's fault it's the fault anyone who's ever said anything bad about riverdale i hope you're fucking happy um i also hope you die your time is is too precious yeah and then you don't like riverdale and you're nasty what are all of you people gonna make cringe compilations of now what are you gonna you're gonna be sorry you're gonna gonna be be so so sorry you're gonna have nothing left oh my god so anyways that's that's crazy yeah it's really terrible really sad way to start this episode Life is life is a nightmare. <laughs> it is in a lot of ways. Life yeah. is a nightmare. See, okay. Welcome to Talkie Talkie. Welcome to Talkie Talkie. I'm Taylor. Fiona. We're doing Riverdale Roulette today. Uh, But before we do that, as always, it's time for Wonka Watch. It's time for Wonka Watch. guys welcome to wonka watch welcome to wonka watch let me google how many i like how quiet you're being about wonka watch today it adds a sense of real well i'm depressed (laughs) Uh, i'll be honest i'm 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 depressed and i'm devastated um okay there are 575 days until wonka oh my god so that's good news at least that's not even that many days it's not really if you think about it it's fewer and fewer days all the time yeah um in the world of wonka news is willy wonka's chocolate factory coming to kinston is that about Mr. Mr. Beast? It is. It's once again about Mr. Beast. Uh, and he's doing what again? So Mr. Beast, he's a YouTuber. his real name is Jimmy Donaldson, and he's a YouTuber with yeah. over 3 million views on YouTube. He's 3 billion, um, right? 3 billion, yeah, my bad. He's going to be building a replica of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I've in, heard this, yeah. In real life. In case you guys haven't um, heard This yet. is a new article about this very important piece of news on a website called News news it's a good name for but it I, suppose. I i bet you think that's spelled n-e-w-s-n-e-w-s oh, oh i did yeah you're I did. wrong it's actually spelled n-e-u-s-e-n-e-w-s n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-n-e-u-s-e-
So right now it looks like this road has... Oh, well, I do see a, I see a mural of... This looks like chocolate treats and oh, sweets. okay. Uh, so her, perhaps he's already begun yeah. the construction on this. The other side looks sort of like a, a used car... Uh, uh, lot. Lot. A used car lot. Um, there seem to be some trees and some pretty cool windows. Okay. Um, so this is in North Carolina. I feel like they should maybe do this at, like, that park that's de- dedicated to chocolate. Like Hershey Park. Oh, like in Pennsylvania? The chocolate park. Yeah. They should have probably do there? this. I have, yeah. That's crazy. I went on my first roller coaster there. Oh, my God. And then Did... I went on my second roller coaster there, Oh, my God. Too. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It would have been really awesome if Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory had been there. But I wonder if there's some kind of... I wonder if there's a feud between I Mr. Guess. Hershey and Mr. Wonka. And Mr. Beast. Um, and Mr. Beast. Yeah. Who's um, recreating Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. In real life. In real life. Um, so once again, no news on how exactly this is going to cross over with Wonka the movie. Right. No doubt it will. Only sure. so many things can be happening in the world of Wonka. They're probably going to overlap. I have high hopes for this. Yeah, how are I you do feeling? too. Definitely. Yeah, same. Okay. Uh, this has been Wonka Watch. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. What's going on with you today, Taylor? Okay, well, other than, you know, the deep depression the deep, deep, that I find myself sad in. Sad news, yeah. Um, luckily, I have Glee uh, to you help me. You have Glee. And since yes. last time, I've watched like a season and a half of, an entire yeah. season and a half of Glee. I've watched nearly two seasons yeah, um, since we last spoke. I'm literally having the time of my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm having so much fun. I love Glee so much. Um, so would you call yourself a Gleek? I would literally call myself wow. a Gleek. In fact, I have Huge. at this Major. point already yeah. called myself a Gleek Very at least cool. multiple times. <laughs> um, I'm having a great time. My sister's already on season three. Oh my God. She started after <laughs> I did. She texted me, like yesterday she texted me and she was like, you're going to love like season two, episode 11 or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. Okay. And then yesterday she's like, oh my God, season three, episode nine is so good. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm so proud of her. How'd you get there? The that other looks- side of that coin, of course, is she's going to finish so fast and then she's going to be done with it. And that's right. going to be sad. Yeah. And you may, may have a few more days of, few- of the magic of Glee right. than gonna she does. It's not going to be long, but it's going to be, yeah. I'll have a little bit longer. Um, And so I guess I just, I've been sort of taking not very detailed notes, but I've been writing things you know thoughts yeah, and comments sure. down as they come so i'm gonna read through my um through my comments oh first of all so i've been watching uh, glee on one two three movies right of course and they have one two the, the website that i the because there's like a hundred different versions right, of one two three right. movies but the particular version that i have has really nice um <laughs> like descriptions of the show oh yeah um, I don't yeah. know who is responsible for writing these, but I just want to read the, the description for season two because it's really funny. In Glee, season two, the sing and cheerleading team of McKinley <laughs> High School's budget is cut down to pay for the rugby football club and their new coach. Will Schuster and Sue Sylvester plan to reclaim the money. Finn and Rachel is trying to find the new members for mm-hmm. new directions, but Rachel feels to be threatened <laughs> by Sunshine's talent, an exchange student from Philippines. In this film, Quinn is the cheerleading team's captain on behalf of Santana. Finn (laughs) is weeded out of the rugby football club. Uh, Tina and Mike is on date. They're on date. (laughs) Besides, Glee 2 has many great performances and it also a big lesson of failure. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, that's all true. Yeah, I think so. So just just so you guys know kind of what's going on. Right. Um, it's nice to have a little summary. Yeah. Of, Tina of, and Mike is on date. Quinn Rachel, is, Rachel feels to be threatened by Sunshine's right. talent. Quinn is cheer captain on behalf of Santana. Sure. Yeah. All sorts of things. You know all, how it goes. All sorts of things are happening. So and now I'm just going to read my notes. Sure. So, first of all, I love Sue. I love when she gets mad and she starts throwing students around the yes, hallways. Yeah. She just, like, picks them up and sort of throws them around, which is fine, and she's allowed to do that, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. There was one part where Shu, not Shu, yeah, Shu, Mr. Shu. Mr. Shu. He, he uh, was talking to Emma, and he said, like, very, just, like, normally, he says, I want you to get help for your problems. <laughs> yeah. Which was nice of He's him to say. He's not very understanding. He's not. About her, her very serious mental health issues. Um, here I have written, I'm going to read you down, or read you exactly what I have written okay. down here. The part where Kurt and Mercedes perform a Madonna number in the school gymnasium wearing cheerleading costumes yes. made me smile so hard I almost <laughs> threw up. Uh, that has been yeah. one of my favorite performances so far. The Madonna me. episode is so, so good. good. It's so good. So good. Um, yeah, the entire episode was great, but that number in particular yeah. made me so happy. I think I watched it maybe three times. <laughs> it was incredible. I love it. There was one part where Sue decided that she will no longer be carrying photo ID because people should just know who she is. It's true, and, um, and I wish I could be that way as yeah. well. There was a really funny episode where Kurt uh, p- tries to like pretend to be straight, yeah. and for some reason that includes doing like a southern accent the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he does like a deep voice and a weird southern accent. I don't know why he did that. It's cool. Um, Idina Menzel is yeah, there. She's she Rachel's Rachel's biological mother. Biological mother. Um, she is also the coach of um, vocal adrenaline. Adrenaline. Yep. And she she got mad at her, you know, her students for mm-hmm. not being theatrical enough. And mm-hmm. she was like, OK, fine. Uh, like, let me demonstrate. Yeah. And then she just sort of like stood in one place on the stage and sang the world's most boring song. Yeah, and didn't that, really do anything. I was watching that and I don't understand. I was like, I don't really think that. It's like I think they because I'm 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 I've watched this several times. Sure, sure. And and I've been thinking a lot in this watch about sort of the song selection process and how they go about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes like their choices make a lot of sense and you're like, "Yes, but this choice um didn't." Doesn't make sense to me because it's not theatrical. No. And I think it's from the musical Funny Girl, which is which is like Rachel's whole thing. Yeah. Um Barbara Streisand, so she's supposed to recognize that it's her mom. Right. And she but does. Like, there's more dramatic songs. Yeah, it's from not that a theatrical bad song. movie that you could pick. Yeah. But that's okay. So, whatever. And then there's this thing where like every this thing that happens a lot where Kind of every other episode, like, Mr. Shu picks a theme, like, yes. Madonna or yes. Lady Gaga, and all of the guys, like, every single time there has to be <laughs> a whole like, plot oh. about how the guys are like, Mr. Shu, like, the guys don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you got, like, you're literally in a show you're choir club. You're literally in Glee club. You're literally Grow in Glee up. club. You're going to have to sing yeah. some Lady Gaga. Right. Can you? And the, every time they're like, the guys don't want to do that. Well, except <laughs> Kurt. Yeah. It's like, she, I, one thing that gets me really mad is whenever they do girls versus boys yeah. and Mr. Shu is like no Kurt you have to be with the boys <laughs> just, just let, him. let him be with the girls like it's not a big deal yeah why are you it's just so let mean him do what he wants um it's they're so mean to him they really really are uh this is a quote um the football guys were talking t- to Finn and they said you being a jock and being in the glee club does not make you versatile it makes you bisexual yeah <laughs> yeah definitely that's how that works that's how that works 
And then, okay, I, you know, when I started my journey to watch this show, I thought it was just going to be sort of a fun, happy, feel-good time. I've almost cried, like, multiple times. Yeah, I watched, at this point, cry so much. And I get, like, full-body chills at least once an episode. I'm not even kidding. It's so embarrassing, but it's It's so so true. It's like the the goosebumps, it's insane. Yeah, um, just all the time, constantly. Um, And the first scene that, like, really, I was like, oh, my Jesus Christ, was that scene where... um, like Finn has to move in. Oh my god! To, oh my god! I was yeah. He has to move in with Kurt, and oh. Kurt like redoes the room, and Finn gets really mad at him, and he starts calling him literal slurs, and then Kurt's dad comes in, and he's like, "You don't get to," and he like he roasts Finn oh, alive, and he man. kicks him out, and it was Bert. like so it's so emotional, so good. It's so that I remember the first time I watched that oh my as god. like a maybe fourteen year old, and it like. It yeah. ruined me. It was disastrous. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable. Um, just incredible television. Yeah. Amazing, it's, amazing, it's amazing It's literally show. so good. It's like so genuinely <laughs> so good. Here I have written down, I literally don't think that Artie knows that he's white. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean by this? Yes. Um, I think we need to do a survey of how many times throughout the entire show he says, holla. Yeah. Because it's, it's got to really be in like the triple digits. There's a, have you seen the one? I think I just watched this one, so probably not. But they, um, Artie and Brittany and Mike Chang and Tina are on the like quiz bowl team. No. And it's like, it turns out that the categories are like perfectly suited to them. And the oh, last sure. one is white rappers. Uh-huh. And it just shows Artie and he's so excited. It made I me giggle. I just think he needs to stop being like that. I don't really like Artie. Um, and it's not because he's in a wheelchair. No, it's just because he's, he's annoying and annoying and like strange. Yeah. Uh, I had a dream. He was in my dream last <laughs> night and he fell down a flight oh, of stairs. Oh no, that would happen on this show. It would, yeah. Anyways, okay, the Britney Spears episode was great. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and Britney Spears is literally in it. She's there. I forgot that she was in it. It's yeah. so crazy. No, she's she's fully That's there. That's one of my favorite episodes, for um, sure. Really good. Um, the Rocky Horror episode was awesome. Yeah. I love Rocky Horror. I don't think I've seen enough musicals to be able to claim one as my favorite musical, but I yeah. think if I had to, sure. based on what I've seen, it would probably be that one. Um, it was really fun. Uh, I loved when they did Time Warp. Yes. Great song. Great song. Yeah. Okay, and then I need to talk briefly about the John Stamos situation. Yes, which is sure. how in season one Emma mentions John Stamos. Does she really? Yes, she says, you know, just like John Stamos or whatever. Uh huh. And then in season two, she's dating she's a dating... guy who's played by John. That's Stamos. That's really interesting. So I guess in the Glee universe, John Stamos is someone else. Right. It's funny because other celebrities exist and are on the show. Right, but Olivia not Newton-John. John is Stamos there. is different. Josh Groban, but John Stamos is just a dentist in this universe. Yeah, it's very interesting uh, how that works. That's cool. He was on our our ranking of men. Was he really? And I think we we (laughs) highly disrespected him. I don't think I knew who he was. (laughs) Yeah, I think we we weren't as kind to him, perhaps, as we should have been. Probably not. Anyone Um, who's in Glee. I love when he rides the motorcycle on stage during Rocky Horror. He's, like, cool. He's kind of awesome. I really like him. I'm kind of a Carl head. Carl, right. I know that... you know, obviously Emma and Carl are eventually going to yeah, break up, but I don't game. think she should. I don't think he's she should do that. He's much better than the other one. Yeah, he's the evil, way evil man. He's way cooler yeah. than Mr. Shu. Um, okay, and then oh, so I've met Blaine now. Oh, huge fan. Blaine. He's awesome. Um, I have you loved... seen it yet? Have you seen him sing Misery? No, it's not coming. yet. It's, it's really coming. coming. I have, however, seen him sing Teenage Dream. Yes, which is so good. He's literally so good. He's so good. He's so cool. I'm not I love like him. a Darren Chris head, but I am a Blaine Anderson head. Yeah, I cannot get enough of He's him. He's awesome. Um, huge fan. Can't wait to see more of him. Um, and one of the episodes I watched yesterday, Bert mentioned Lost, which I thought oh, was cool. Oh, cool. I don't remember what he said That's about like your it, thing. but yeah. he wrote he mentioned Lost. Very I was like, nice. hey, I know that. Rachel's favorite Christmas song is 
Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah. S- sounds familiar. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty good choice. Um, and this was like the only good cover of Last Christmas I've ever heard. Wow. Like there are a lot of covers of Last Christmas and they're all terrible. Yeah. This one ruled though. Nice. And I did put it on my Christmas playlist. Awesome. And then the last thing I have is that I loved the, um, they did the mashup of Thriller and Heads Will Roll. Yeah. Incredible. A lot of fun. Incredible. With the football players in their zombie makeup. Yeah. Doing the Thriller dance. Yeah. It's everything. Um, it was incredible. I was kind of mad at first because I love Heads Will Roll. I think that's a great song. Mm-hmm. And I was mad that they were like not doing it just on its own. They were mashing right. it up. But, but I, there's it, it something so really hard special that about I didn't it. Yeah. In the end. Um, so those are my notes. Did you like when Sue was the Grinch? I loved when Sue was the Grinch. Sue the that Grinch. That was huge for me. You're they mean sang the Grinch, the Grinch song. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Really fun. I love Sue. And speaking of, you know, characters that I love, I made a tier list. Yeah. Oh, my God. So did I. Did you really? Yeah. yeah I, I also did that. That's crazy. Um, and I think I'm going to go over it now. Okay. So I'll read you my categories first. Sure. There are a lot of them. Every time I make a tier list, there are at least like 12 tiers. Yeah, you got to have a lot. I can't have less than that. Uh, so the top tier is just the sideways like heart emoji made nice. out of like a, Perfect. you know, the carrot, the whatever that thing is called. The, and the then three. three. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have my friends. Uh, we have I like you. Haven't met you yet, but I imagine I will like you. <laughs> um, sure. I don't care. I don't know who you are. No. Uh, belongs in prison. Death penalty and pedophile tier. Nice. So cool. Good. that's what we've got for the tiers. I will start from the top and we'll make our way down. So first in the heart tier, I have Kurt, Sue, and Blaine. That's correct. Those are my, they're my best friends. I think you're friends. right about that. My friends, we have Brittany, uh, we have Bert, Finn, Mercedes, and Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I like you. Okay, this first one is going to be controversial okay. placement, and I'm. Things have changed since the last draft of mine that you saw. Yeah. So, um, so in I like you, I literally have Rachel. Wow. Yeah, I know. Huge. Kind of, uh, kind of contentious yeah. placement for her. Okay. Um, like I recognize that she's the worst person alive. Yeah. But something about that makes her charming to me. Right. Um, I like characters who like their whole thing when is just they're, they're annoying and everyone hates nasty, them. Nasty. Yeah, I just, I like that. Yeah, um, I don't. I think she's funny and I like her and I think yeah. she's a good character and the show would be nothing without her. Right. It's and very true. She is like, like she's annoying and she's always like, I'm better than you guys and I should have a solo. And she's usually like, right. Right. Like she, she is, is like the best singer. Like good. And, and she sad, should probably true. be given all of the solos. She's just kind of boring, I think is my complaint. Yeah. I... Um, but I guess it's all right. I like her bangs now that she yeah, has. Yeah, she did go cute. bangs mode. Um, yeah. So, anyways, okay. I, I like her. Uh, I do. I have to. I have to say it. And I'm sorry, but also I'm not sorry. Yeah. Um, Becky, I love Becky. Becky. Becky's great. I like how she's just like Sue's like minion. She's like basically. her secretary. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Um, I love that. Um, Coach Beast. I like Coach yep. Beast. Emma. Emma's fine. Emma's fine. She's yeah. fine. I probably could put her in. Sure. Um, who the fuck? Oh, Jesse. Um, I imagine he's going to come back and I'll see more yeah, of him. Yeah. So far it's just sort of, yeah, I like him. Um, Mike Chang. Yep. Mike Chang's fun. He's great. I love that Mike Chang joined a show choir team fully knowing that he does not, he can't like he sing. can't sing and yeah. he doesn't like he's to sing. He's a great dancer though. I respect that. Um, and then who, uh, the last person I have in I Like You is Sandy, which is maybe regrettable. Oh, yeah. Controversial. Unfortunately, he's hysterical. He's really funny and, frankly, very relatable. Like, is he a good person? No, but he's so funny. Yeah. I think that yeah. actor is a genius. He's really um, funny. He's really funny. And the sweater over the shoulder. Sweater thing. over the can't shoulders. Really good look. And, like, you can't say something as iconic as 
who is Josh Groban, kill, kill yourself. yourself and be yeah, lower than right. I like you. I think you're right about that. Okay. So next, haven't met you yet, but I imagine I will like you. I don't know who this is, but he's some prep boy, Brett Weston Wallace. Sure. Yeah. That's guy. Uh, Sebastian, Sebastian, I think Sebastian. is his name. Good name for him. Yeah. Um, I imagine I will yeah, like you him will just like based him on his whole situation. Sure. Um, sure is the next tier. Uh, the guy who plays the piano. Yes, Brad. He has a name. We love okay. Brad. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I would say sure. Ken Tanaka. Sure. Sure. I, yeah. Sure. Um, Adina Menzel. Sure. Uh, Tina, Tina's grow, been growing on me yeah. slightly recently. I imagine she'll probably move up over the yeah, over the yeah. seasons, but for now she's unsure. Uh, the principal, sure. Who cares? You know, sure, yeah, like, whatever, sure, whatever, <laughs> sure. Um, and then Artie, yeah, Artie almost needs his own tier just for of being like, like I don't know what's you, happening yeah, with you. I don't know what your deal is. Very, very strange. Um, but I just put him in sure. Uh, okay, next we have I don't care. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, I don't yeah. really care that she's yeah. there. She's there. I guess maybe I could put her in sure, but I just don't really care. Uh-huh. Um, I do have to say her, when she sang Fire, the Bruce Springsteen song, Yes, that was incredible. Yeah. That was she, I mean, she's a great singer. She is. You've yeah. got to give her that. She's kind of fun, but also every time she's there, I'm just like, I don't really, yeah. like, I don't really care. Um, Finn's mom, I don't care. Yeah. She's okay. fine, but I don't care. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she, like... Sometimes she's okay, but a lot. Of, I'm like, I just feel like she's trying too hard. Yeah. Have you seen the episode, like, the like sex education episode yet? No. Okay. Does she get better? She comes back, and okay. there's just I had to change my oh, ranking. Okay. All right. Her. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I've only seen her in one episode so far, right, and yeah. she was fine, but she was kind of right. she did sing the um iconic singing in the rain umbrella yeah oh my up, god which is one of my favorite. It's I'm gonna so go over good. like my favorite. I was gonna say we songs, should do our best. Yeah. But that was incredible. Um, Howard, the guy who works at Sheets and Things. Sure, yeah. I don't care. Um, this guy, I think his name is Matt. He was in the Glee Club in season oh, one. Yeah. I don't think he ever... He didn't speak. ...like had a line of yeah. dialogue and then he left and yeah, he's not he's there just anymore. gone. So yeah. I just, I don't care. Um, this is maybe another controversial placement. Sam, I don't care about him. Wow. I don't care. I just don't care. Whew. Um, maybe he'll yeah, grow on I me. Yeah, I think he'll grow on you. You haven't seen... Have you said? Have you seen the Justin Bieber experience? I did, yeah. yeah. There's more to Sam. Okay. He gets. He has some personal sure. drama. Yeah. I think it's it's funny when he's like being really weird and doing like impressions or yes. speaking like the Avatar. I like how language. he's just strange. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't do that often enough. Right. And usually he like, doesn't have enough screen time. Right. Yet. When he isn't doing that, he's just incredibly boring, and I don't care yes. about him. And I hate yeah. his hair. Uh, <laughs> his I hair is his so hair. funny. I hate him. And I don't hate him. I hate his hair. Yeah. Um, so so far I don't care about him, but maybe he'll grow on me. Terry. I liked her at the beginning, but now she's just, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Um, Santana, I really don't care about her. Wow. See, I would think that you would love Santana. I would think I would too, but she just annoys me. I think maybe when she stops being like weird and annoying, she'll get better. She does. She definitely has a transformation of sort of being annoying and then just being a a major bitch all the time and being really nasty to people. Right. Which I think is why I thought you would like her. Yeah. Um, but I think I forgot about that, and then I had to I had changed. Yeah. Her too, so, so she might she might move. Yeah. Um, for now she's in. I don't care because I don't really care. But eventually maybe I will care. And then uh, Lauren Zeises. Yes. Okay. She like she's another weird one where sometimes I like her and other times I'm like you need to stop. Yeah. I really can't forgive her for um, when she said Mr. Shu I want your baby yeah. that one time yeah. when he was performing That's toxic kind of problematic. at the pep rally. Yeah. I really can't forgive her for that. So um, I guess we'll have to see what happens. But for now I don't really care. Um, here's a tier of I don't know who you are. These are people I don't know. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg is here. Yeah, is a character. Um, not as Whoopi Goldberg. The rest of these people I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Mostly probably season three. three At least I don't people. think I know who they are. 
here we have no. Um, and this is that guy. Um, Jacob. Uh, no, 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 no. David Karofsky. Oh, yeah. Just no. 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 Um, belongs in prison, Mr. Shu. Yep. That's just, he belongs. Admittedly, like, he's an important character. He's an important character, but he doesn't, he also does belong in prison for the things prison. he's done. I think, like, as a character, he's, be- like, if this were a, you know, like a um, an objective tier list rather than a subjective tier yeah. list, I, he would probably be up I just higher because he is, like, you know, he, he adds a lot to the show. He's, like, he's more important than, like, Matt and, like, yeah, Howard. Yeah, but it's, they could have... I just, I just don't know why they made the choices they did. He does belong in prison. I don't know. He definitely needs to go to he jail. He needs to go as to soon jail as possible. Um, he needs to be thrown in prison. And the toxic, in jail. It, the 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 when he does that in front of the whole school with the kids in the Glee club and he's I wearing made, a stupid hat. I made my friend watch that yesterday. It's, yeah, it's like, ugh. Yeah. And then when he wants to be in Rocky Horror, oh yeah, because it's like, like oh, not I'll appropriate for the kids. Like, and you it's can't like, do that, no, Mr. thank Shu. you. You can't do yeah. that. I'm glad they didn't make me have yes, to see. I would have do that. not liked that very much. Um, so, anyways, he belongs in prison. Um, death penalty is Jacob. Yes, ben I think he needs Israel. to be killed. Yeah, hate, uh, hate, hate, I hate, hate him. him. I hate him. I hate him. I wish he would die, and I hate him. And then pedophile tier is the one who is a pedophile, the guy who's a really a pedophile in real life, like in real life. Yeah. Um, so that's my okay. tier list. Really interesting. Yeah, I've changed it like every fifteen minutes <laughs> for the past like four days. So. You know, it, it's um, what is the fucking word I'm trying to say? Um, it can ch- it it might change it's temporary. It, it might it might change. It's subject um, to change. Subject to change. That's what all I was right. Trying so to mine. Say. Generally, we have the same opinions. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have d- very different categories though. Yeah, I'm excited. Which, uh, the first one is close personal friend. Yep. Which is I believe terminology I stole from you. And then the next one is iconic. I didn't have this one in my first round, but mm-hmm. I feel that. In the world of Glee, there's some characters who can only oh sure be described as such. Then I have yes, okay, flop, flop, um, which is another word that I I don't really use in my day to day life, but in Glee I find to be extremely extremely necessary. Yep. Next category is Kristen Chenoweth. Sure. Uh, after that is who? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And then uh, season three through six death penalty people mm. who are in those seasons and therefore deserve to die. Okay. Um, convicted pedophile. Sure. Sad face. Well, not sad face. Colon. Slash yeah, just sort face. of like. Eh. Yeah. Eh. And then um, controversially after that, kill yourself right now or else. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, interesting choices. Yeah. Okay. So in my close personal friends, we have Brittany. Sure. Bert. Yep. Jesse St. James Kay. and Sue. Okay. The iconic category. Becky. Yep. Of course. Blaine. Yep. Brad, the piano player. Okay. Finn. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Um, I just, I really like when she's a substitute teacher and she dresses up in historical costumes. Yeah, um, she's interesting. She's interesting for sure. Um, Lauren Zeises I have up here. Okay. I've never really liked her before, but for some reason I'm liking her now. Okay. Mercedes, Sam, Santana. Um, Sebastian, question mark, I think that's his name, from the Warblers. Okay. And Tina Cohn Chang. Okay. In the yes category, I have Coach Beast, Finn's mom, Kurt, which I think he should be I was going to say, he probably should be an iconic. an iconic, yeah. yeah. Mike Chang, Quinn, and, um, I don't remember her name, but the woman who, someone you don't know, so it doesn't matter. Okay, great. And okay, I have Artie, Rachel's, uh, New York City boyfriend from season four. The Irish kid who's a leprechaun. 
Uh, Idina Menzel and Unique Flop. Flop. Karofsky. Sure. Yeah. Flop. That's his name. Yeah. Flop. flop. Emma. Flop. Okay. Principal Figgins. Flop. Okay. Howard. Flop. Okay. Ken Tanaka. Flop. Rachel Berry. Flop. <laughs> interesting, interesting. And Terry. Flop. Okay. Next category. Kristen Chenoweth. Includes Kristen Chenoweth, Whoopi Goldberg, and Sandy. <laughs> okay. Um, because I, I couldn't think of anywhere else to put either of them, and that, that seems to fit for Yeah, me. why not? Two people I don't know in the Who Are You category, and then um, Matt from season one, because I know who he is, but I also you, don't. It's really I literally not, don't know Yeah, I really don't him. need to... Six characters from seasons three through six um, are getting the death penalty tonight. Okay. Um, Noah Puckerman is in the convicted pedophile sure, sure. category. And in Kill Yourself Right Now or Else, we have Mr. Shu and Jacob Ben Israel. Okay, cool. Though That is my ranking. It's pretty good. I think maybe I was too nice to some people. Um, yeah. Some of them are really boring and they don't need to be there, but I right. put them in sure just because right. I don't and know. And I have more of a history sure. with these people. I have, yeah. you know, things that I... I hold against them. Right. Sure. 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 All right. Um, do we want to do our some of our top uh, oh, covers? I would love to. Yeah. So I've been keeping a very uh, detailed playlist Great. of every song that I've, you know, every song that I've heard in the show and have been like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is good. Yeah. Um, that playlist, I believe, has like 50 songs <laughs> on it at this cool. point. And I am good. on season two, <laughs> episode like 12 or very something. Very nice. Um, and then I have a second playlist that's just my favorites, okay. which has like 20 songs or okay. so on it. Um, maybe let's hear that one. So, yeah, I'll go through I'll go through all of these. Um, maybe some weird choices here, but. Sure. I'm yeah, a weird. You know I, what? I'm a weird individual. You're a weirdo. You're weird. I'm a weirdo. I'm weird. I don't fit in. Um. So say a little prayer. Yeah. I already talked about that Famously. one last week. I love it. Don't stop believing. Classic. Classic. Of course. Um. Push it. Great. Yeah. Hysterical. Okay. So sure, funny. Yeah. I love it. That whole scene is great. I love it. Um. I love the mashup of "It's My Life" and "Confessions." Yes. Yeah. That's really fun. Really good. Keep holding on, which was like a sad one, but it was just nice. It sounded nice. Who's made me feel? It was like a an ensemble. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Don't sure. worry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it's good. <laughs> like a Virgin from yeah. the Madonna episode. That entire a montage was insane. A lot, a lot of so fun. So much fun. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, four Minutes. Yeah. Incredible. I've listened to that like 25 times. Uh, Vogue, obviously. Can't um, get enough of I it. love when she says, Will Schuster, I yes. hate you. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Regrettably, Don't Rain on My Parade. It's so good. Rachel, it's a really I was, good. I cried when I it's watched like that. It's like really good. It's not even like an emotional scene, but I like had to cry because yeah. it was so much and it was, I was so proud it's of them. So much. And like, she did I, such an amazing job. They've all been through so much yeah. and to get to that moment, it was It was, it was huge. It was beautiful. It was special. It was amazing. Um, Fire with Kristen Chenoweth. Uh-huh. Um, I just I like Bruce Springsteen and I think they did a good job covering that song. Totally Close of the Heart, one of my favorite yep. songs. Very good. They did a great job. Bad Romance, incredible. Yes. Amazing. Yep. Um, when Brittany sang, I'm a slave for you. Yes. <laughs> and she has a snake on. Yeah, that's so good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, time Warp. I yep. love Time Warp. Teenage Dream. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Blaine, every song that Blaine does. So far, ends every the world. single He's one so, so talented. Has He's been so incredible. good. Um, I love him so much. He has such an interesting, like, every single song he does, I'm just like, you're doing that <laughs> song. It's so funny. Interesting. He's really so interesting cool. choice. He's so cool. Um, Singing in the rain yep. slash umbrella, really fun, really incredible. Uh, last Christmas, yeah, of course. Thriller slash heads will roll, amazing. 
Um, this one I'm a little ashamed of, but I, I, it's really good, and I keep listening to it. Toxic. Yeah, it's really it's good. Sad but true. Sad yeah. but true. Um, without if the you video, don't have to see if him, you don't have to see it's it. Fine. It's a lot yeah. better. Um, marry you kind of made me almost cry. Yeah, a little that bit. one's fun. Really good. Yeah, at the really wedding, good. I really love that. And then when Darren Chris sings "Bills, Bills, Bills," yeah. the Destiny's. <laughs> It's like, what's happening? I forgot about that. He, he's um, so talented. It was insane. He's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So that's my list. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I All might right. have missed a few, but those are the big ones. I think the only one you didn't mention that is important to me personally and has been for as long as I can remember okay. is um, when Rachel does Run, Joey, Run oh. with um, Puck and Finn yeah. and Jesse. See, they all got so mad at her for that. And it's I was like, so that was, it was good. like an artistic and masterpiece, like, I think this song, that song is so good. And yeah. they're like, uh, it's such a bad song. I think and even I... the guy who does the last week on Glee, mm. he says like, and it was, she, yeah. it was like so bad. It's so good. I noticed it's so that. dramatic. Yeah. I love it so much. I think much. maybe I need to re-listen to that one because I haven't like it's listened so to that one good. again since the, I've I remember episode, like the first time I watched it, I was like, this yeah. is the perfect song. It's, I love it so it was, much. It was really good. Oh, you probably haven't seen this yet, but um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Santana and Britney do Landslide. Oh, I haven't and seen And that's that. really, really awesome. I loved when she did Forget You, the CeeLo Green song. Yes. That was CeeLo. Um, and then I like when Mercedes does um, Bust Your Windows. Oh, sure. Really, really good. In the episode where she has a crush on Kurt. Yes. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so funny. All right. So that, um, I guess, wraps up our extended Glee Glee segment. (laughs) There will be more of these, so don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't even worry. Um, So, Fiona, what's going on with you? Um, Well, like you, it's mostly Glee that's been going on with me. But one other thing that's going on with me is um, our friend Tom Cruise has a new movie coming out. Oh, does he? Um, Top Gun Maverick. Sure. Um, It's coming out this weekend. It has a song from Lady Gaga in it. Cool. Um, I'm probably going to see it. I'm pretty excited. I've never seen a Top Gun film. Uh, but I love Tom Cruise, and I love going to the movies. Awesome. Um, so in celebration of that, I found this article um, called 23 Unsettlingly Nice Tom Cruise Stories. Okay. And it's just nice stories about Tom Cruise. Okay. And we're not going to read them all, but I think they are interesting. Yeah. Um, he taught Zac Efron how to ride a motorcycle. That's nice of him to do. Yeah. He helped Mummy co-star Jake Johnson get in shape. Okay. He stayed in touch with the kid who dropped out of Jerry Maguire. He gave Kanye West advice on his fledgling comedy career, but declined a role in Kanye's HBO pilot. So that's sort of a nice and then a not nice. But if you consider that what the world would be like if Kanye had an HBO comedy pilot, I think it's probably better that Tom Cruise said no. Probably, yeah. He's a good sport on set. He convinced the Black Eyed Peas to do a song for Night and Day. Cool. He totally did not get mad at Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dad when he asked about his sexuality. Okay. Um, maybe a little elaboration on this one. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. said, or Cuba Gooding Sr. impolitely inquired, impolitely inquired about Tom Cruise's sexuality. He gave Tom Cruise a hug and said, I love you, man. Now, seriously, are you gay or not? <laughs> Gooding Jr. recalled years later. I almost fainted. I thought, please, Lord, let me disappear. Cruise was so chill dealing with the prying parent. Tom just laughed and said no, his co-star reported. No. He personally arranged for Bill Hader to leave a set and get home to New York after an attempted bombing in Times Square so Bill Hader could see his family. Oh, my God. Wow, that's huge. He rescued a family from their burning sailboat. (laughs) While vacationing with then-wife Nicole Kidman and their kids on the luxury yacht in 1997, Tom Cruise spotted a sailboat going up in flames. The actor sent the yacht's skiff to rescue the people aboard. French paper tycoon Jacques Lejeune his wife, Bernadette, daughter Eugenie, and two crew members. He helped rescue a victim of a hit-and-run 
and paid her medical bills. Wow. He saved a pair of his littlest fans during a crowded red carpet. He never forgets Dakota Fanning's birthday. He bought his publicist's daughter so many wedding gifts. He sends Kirsten Dunst and Jimmy Kimmel a cake every year on their birthday. He gifted his lawyer a rare book of English history. He's maintained a friendship with Billy Wilder in the director's last years. He got Cameron Crowe back into directing. He released Jessica Chastain from her Oblivion contract so she could star in Zero Dark Thirty. Wow. He always takes his kids' calls, even in the middle of a scene. He bought some guy Billy Joel tickets. That's he helped cool. Jennifer Conley face her fear of flying. Um, and that's just to name a few things that Tom Cruise has done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just really excited to see this new Tom Cruise film. I'm excited for I you. I love going to the movie theater. I haven't been. Yeah, it's I one think of the since gr- we saw Morbius. To go. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Cool. That's what's been going on with me. Awesome. Well, that means it's time now for the main event. Uh, it sure is. Which is Riverdale, Riverdale Roulette. Roulette. Today's um, episode. Yeah, one of, I think... A really good one. was really fun. Really yeah, good Yeah, a one. lot of nice, um, interesting things going on here. Yeah, I'm so um, excited for this. So this is Season 4, Episode 5, Chapter 62, Witness for the Prosecution. Sure. And a devoted fan of Riverdale Roulette will know that a couple weeks ago, well, more than that, a couple episodes, episodes of ago. Riverdale Roulette ago, we did um, Season 4, Episode 4, Halloween. Yep. So this is sort of an exciting uh, direct follow-up to that one. Yeah. Something that was interesting is that, you know how Netflix at the beginning of yes. um, has, like, warnings of like yes. the content. Oh yes. This one said fear, language, gore, sex, self-harm, suicide. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I'm just now looking back. I don't Yeah, I think it might say that on every single okay. episode. Yeah, cuz there's not at least a few of those things yeah. did not happen in this episode. Yeah. But I was I noticed how long the list was and I was really surprised. Yeah. This episode starts with Archie on patrol as his um you know, like vigilante oh, thing. Oh yeah, sure. Um, he saves a woman from like being mugged or something, but then she pepper sprays him. <laughs> yeah, and so he sort of fails and has to go home. Um, Betty invites Gay Kevin to join her at the junior FBI training, which is really exciting. This was a big Gay Kevin episode. It was, and yeah. I haven't seen a lot of him yet. I just, I just know that he's awesome. Sure. Betty's like, "Hey, Gay Kevin, do you want to come to this junior <laughs> FBI training class with me? My brother's teaching it." And he's like, "You're hot, You're half, hot brother. half brother." And Betty's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Is he gay?" And Betty's like, "I literally don't. Know. I don't know. Gay I don't Kevin. know him." Um, so he agrees though. Yeah. Molly Ringwald, Archie's mom, is apparently a lawyer. Yes. Um, and she's, she's being, here I have written Harriet, I think I meant Hermione. She's being Hermione's, Hermione Lodge's oh, lawyer. yeah. Um, cause Hermione's in prison. Yeah. Um, not, could not tell you why. Um, yeah, I could. Um, and Molly Ringwald says that the district attorney is going to build, uh, the entire case unlinking... Hermione to Hiram's would-be murderer, and then she says, tall boy petite. Sure. Which is funny. It sounds like an interesting clothing store. I'd like to go there. Tall boy petite. Um, And and there's something, I don't really understand anything that's going on in this case, but there's something, uh, Molly Ringwald was like, why did they find a monogrammed Tucci bag in tall boy's apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hermione's monogrammed bag, but I like that it's Tucci instead of Gucci. Yeah. Um, Veronica's like there while her mom is meeting with molly ringwald the lawyer and veronica's like oh this week sucks and they're like what what's going on veronica and she's like i have two papers due and m- both of my parents are going to be on trial soon both my parents are going um, to jail so i guess hiram is also in jail jughead of course is at stonewall prep thank god um, because as a reminder for our audience 
uh, in the chronology, the last thing we saw happen to Jughead was when he got trapped in the coffin all night yep. by his classmates um, as a, a form of hazing and bullying. Yep. And they were like, you should leave. And he's like, I'm never leaving I'm ever never, in a ever million leaving. years. I will I never leave. leave. I'm, I'm leaving. never leaving. I'm yeah. never leaving. Um, so Jughead is still researching the Stonewall Four, who oh, are sure, the four sure. people who disappeared um, in the history of Stonewall Prep. And that annoying girl, Donna? Donna. Is that her name? Donna Sweet. Yes. Because Jughead is also, he's worried about his friend Moose, who was his roommate, mm. who disappeared. And Jughead's like, well, what if he's, what if he got Stonewall Ford? Right. And Donna's like, no, I've been texting him. He's fine. He's fine. Which, wouldn't he text Jughead? Why is he texting this girl? I don't know. He's not really friends with Jughead. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chipping, yep. who is Jughead's, like, literature teacher sure. at uh, Stonewall Prep. Um, he's sort of the Mr. Shoe of this show, I would say, as a teacher. Yeah, I guess so. Um, if we're going to do Glee metaphors, which, as a warning, we are going to we be have doing. We yeah. Um, he passes out advanced copies of his latest novel to the class of five people. Oh, sure, yes. Um, this is a book called Ten Little Boy Scouts, uh, and it's the latest installment in the Baxton Brothers? Baxter Brothers. Baxter Brothers mystery yep. uh, series. Sure. And Jughead loses his shit. <laughs> fucking loses He's so, his so, so excited because the Baxter Brothers series was his gateway drug into serious crime fiction. Yeah. And so he's like, Mr. Chipping, you, you're writing the Baxter Brothers? Oh, my God. And then Mr. Chipping explains, of course, that with a series like this, it's a series of ghost writers. Yep. Um, and he's just the latest installment. But he has some great news for Jughead because... They're having a wine and cheese party with the previous ghostwriters of the Baxter Brothers series. Yeah, I love a wine and cheese party. He doesn't even say party. He says, we're having a wine and cheese. A wine and cheese. Okay. Yeah, we're all going to share one glass of wine and one <laughs> hunk of cheese. Pop is, like, having some trouble because he, like, Veronica made him, like, like fake some oh, records sure. or something. He's like, I cannot lie on the stand. Like, I'm a truthful man. And Veronica's like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So she goes to yell at her dad in jail. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling this. This I don't really get that. Okay. Um, but now we see Betty and gay Kevin yeah. uh, at Charles's FBI training, which oh, yeah. is like in a weird, murky basement. Yeah, I think they're in the FBI office, but the FBI office is just a weird, murky basement. It's cool. It has like the windows like up yeah. at the ceiling, which is how you know it's in the basement. Yeah. Um, Kevin says, like, something else about how hot Charles yeah, is. constantly. And about how he wishes episode. he was gay. Yeah. Um, they're wearing these cute little FBI polo shirts oh, yeah. for their junior FBI training. Charles, I guess, junior FBI training consists of having a PowerPoint <laughs> with pictures of three different guys and saying which one of these guys is a serial killer. Yeah. That's really hard, right? Oh, yeah. No one could possibly do no, that, no, no. right? Wrong. Psych. Betty can just recognize a serial killer when she sees one. Just by looking at them. Just by looking at them. She keeps getting it right, and Charles is like, okay, <laughs> that's so cool, Betty. That's awesome. You have um, a sixth sense and raw instinct. And then Charles is like, so what do all these serial killers have in common? Betty doesn't raise her hand, of course, because it's her brother, and she's not going to do that. No, sure. She says, nothing. Nothing. Isn't that the point? And Charles says, no, they actually do all have one thing in common. <laughs> And the thing they have in common mm -hmm. is uh, something called the serial killer gene. Yeah. Which are um, genes, like in your DNA. Sure. Uh, that all serial killers apparently seem to have. Yep. 
Um, and Betty sort of remembers, there's a little flashback of her finding out that she too has these genes. She does. Um, um, yeah. And they, they, they mentioned, I don't know if they show the entire flashback, but she's the only person in her entire family who has the genes, including her dad. Her dad, does, her serial killer really dad doesn't have really, the serial really killer Really, really interesting because he is, he is a serial he killer. He is a serial and killer. And Betty's just sort of not currently. Currently. Anyways, um, yeah. So that's interesting. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Jughead goes home because he wants to find his old Baxter Boys books. But FP's like really nasty to him about it. And he's like, oh, yeah. I don't know where they are. Maybe I, I burned them. <laughs> and Jughead's like, what? Dad, you burned my Baxter Boys books? Um, but actually, they were just in the garage. Yeah. And FP is like mad and be- having a bad attitude. Um, <laughs> but then Jughead goes back to Stonewall Prep. And he's reading his Baxter Boys book in bed. Yeah. And for some reason, Brett is in his room. He's are his they roommate. Yeah. Okay. And he's Brett is like, Jughead, like, can you stop? Can you like, I'm trying bed, to sleep. Please. And Jughead's like, fine. He turns off his light. But then he just turns on his flashlight. <laughs> he's reading under his covers. But then he like notices the first page of his Baxter oh, Boys book torn is out. torn out. Yeah. Mystery. Interesting. Archie is like painting the side of his fucking. Um, <laughs> The boxing gym that he's making into the community center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his friend Monroe says, late night, Red? And Archie <laughs> Archie says, yeah, Algebra 3's really kicking my ass this year. Yeah, it would, it would do that to him. <laughs> the original author of the Baxter Brothers franchise, whose name is Francis J. DuPont, sure. uh, comes to visit Stonewall Prep for he the does. wine and cheese. Um, and Jughead, like, literally, he's so excited. It's so cute. He's like a little... Just like a little kid, and he's so, yeah. so excited, and he's just really, really happy. He loves these books. And Francis reveals that they're looking for the next ghostwriter mm. for the series, and that all of them have come from Stonewall Prep. And so Jughead is like, oh my god, I could become the next mm-hmm. Baxter Boys uh, ghostwriter? And he's like, yeah, you could. Oh, Jughead's <laughs> when that happens, Jughead says, you're going to pick one of us? And Brett says, keep it in your pants, Jones, <laughs> which was so funny because Jughead really was, he was being over the top. He was. It was a lot. I love Brett so um, much. Betty and Gay Kevin make a stop at the doctor just to like double check on the serial killer genes yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. And the doctor's like, yes, you, you have You them. do have these. But then Betty comes out and she lies to Gay Kevin. She's like, it's fine. I don't have them. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Cool. Um... There's, like, shit going on with Archie and Dodger and his boys. Who literally, literally don't cares. care. Who gives a shit? Um, okay. <laughs> and then back at FBI training. FBI oh, okay. junior training. Um, Charles is working on his next PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Uh, and this one is about um, sort of what things, uh, th- other things about serial killers that maybe they do when they're children. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and something he mentions is that, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, all these people, they... Um, sort of had a tendency to torture small animals and kill them in their youth. Yeah, they did do that. And everyone else is taking notes, but Betty has this sort of, like... <laughs> she's freaked out. Flashback, and she's like, what the hell? And she has this, like, vision of um, her cat, mm-hmm. Caramel, mm-hmm. on lying, like, prone in the grass. And then young Betty um, uses a rock. Kills it with a rock, And smashes yeah. it into the Caramel, the cat's head. Yeah. And he dies. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's, normal, I it's think. Normal. It's, behavior, it's normal behavior. It's um, nothing to worry about no. at all. In um, the most recent Riverdale episode, actually, um, there was a, another flashback to oh, sort cool. of this situation. And she was talking to her dad mm-hmm. uh, in, in the diner as a child. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, did I like, did I do something wrong? You know, by murdering my cat yeah, with a rock? Yeah. And Hal says, because the cat got hit by a car. And right, so Betty was like right. putting it out of its misery, yeah. I guess. And so Hal was like, no, Betty, no, no, no. The, it's it's the cat that did something wrong. Like, she Ooh. tried to run away. That's why she got hit by a car. And then he says, and I quote, 
She was a sinner, Betty. Oh my! Um, so the cat was a sinner. That's really interesting. and had it coming, and it's okay That's that a really Betty killed it. Angle he has yeah, on this. I would say um, so. Probably nothing to worry about. No, there's a uh, Hermione's trial is going on, and there's like a fancy lady there, a mystery woman. Oh, who could she be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jughead is once again doing research at Stonewall Prep. He uh, finds some old yearbooks because he's looking for Francis Dupont Jr., the author. Or Francis J. Dupont. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The author of uh, the Baxter Boys Mysteries. Yes, yes. And he finds this picture of four people. One of them is Francis Dupont. One of them is Theodore Weisel. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jane Dallas. Yep. And one of them is Charles Chickens. Charles Chickens. And the final one is what? Forsyth Pendleton. What? 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 Um. So it turns out that's Jughead's grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really funny that they were just doing silly author names. Yeah. Theodore Geisel. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Jane Dallas. Charles Chickens. Charles Chickens. Nothing more to say there. Yeah. Um, Jughead goes home and he's like, uh, Dad, why didn't you ever tell me that my, your dad was like cool and was a writer and mm-hmm. like all this stuff? Um, actually, no, he says that to Francis DuPont. Francis is like, yeah, your grandfather was a writer and he was also a brawler is his word choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I'd love to meet your dad, Jughead FP. Uh, and Jughead's like, okay, I'll invite him. He's in a bad mood recently, so I don't think he'll come. <laughs> um, Veronica decides she wants her mom to plead guilty, and then she can just get pardoned by the governor, who she's going to blackmail. Yeah, she just blackmails yeah. the governor. <laughs> and in her speakeasy. Yeah. Her speakeasy. I love that part. Um, she just blackmails, and then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's probably like, no big okay deal. It's nothing to, to worry about. It's fine. Betty remembers, again, the caramel situation. Um, more clearly, mm-hmm. like you said, the caramel got hit by a car, and then Betty's dad was like, it's your cat, you yeah, have to put yeah. it out of its misery. And then he said, like, good job, when she uh, did it. Yep. FP is, like, in a bad mood, doesn't want to go to the reception, he reveals that he hates his father. Sure. Um, doesn't like him. Veronica blackmails the governor. Sure does. Um, at the wine and cheese. Okay. They, Thank uh, God. yeah. Okay. Really, ex- really excited for this part. They play a game called Murderer. Yep. And they that consists of there's a deck of cards and one of them has the word murderer written on it. Yeah. And that person has to kill right kill everyone else by winking at them. Yeah. And win the game. Is there something you wanted to say? Um, I just love this scene. Yeah. Um, it's a really great Brett Brett scene. Yeah. So Jughead, of course, is he draws the murderer card. Yeah. And he has to murder everyone, and it comes down to in the end just him and Brett. Yeah. Um and Jughead winks at Brett and kills him and then Brett's like it's Jughead I figured it out yeah and then Jughead's like no you like you had to do it before yeah Jughead's I... like yeah because I just killed you he said I'm sorry Brett I can't hear you because you're dead right which is funny um I just love Brett I love Brett him is so awesome much. I love his weird face he's so f- I adore him Charles mentions that uh, serial killers also have scary diaries um, and Betty goes home and looks at her diaries we'll sure. see what's inside them though which is probably a lot of insane shit about murdering animals and being crazy and <coughs> stuff Hermione pleads guilty uh, that mysterious woman is there again yeah. Betty tells Kevin about her serial killer genes and about caramel and Kevin's like well maybe we should cool it on like the serial killer stuff like mm-hmm. if you have the genes maybe we should just like relax mm-hmm. and like not not be around that and Betty's like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Probably. FP, Archie's having trouble with Dodger and his who, boys. Yeah, who cares? And he's like worried about the neighborhood. Um, but FP's recommendation is invite some of the yokels over for a get to know you clam bake. Yeah. Which was funny. Yeah. Um, thank you, FP. Thank you, FP. Um, Brett calls Jughead a welfare freeloader with zero talent. Um, and Jughead tra- tackles him. 
um, Archie holds a press conference uh, with local media. <laughs> yeah, wait. Um, this part makes me laugh every single time um, because Archie, he's like, he's basically like, if you have a problem with me, that's fine. I'll just introduce you to my best friend's yeah. dad, the sheriff, and my mom, who's a lawyer. Yeah, he just politely reminds them yeah. that um, he should have mentioned also that his girlfriend, Veronica, is uh, great at blackmailing people. Yeah. Jughead comes home from Stonewall Prep mm-hmm. and, uh, believe it or not, tells FP, I'm done with Stonewall, Stonewall Prep. That place is toxic. I'm going back to Riverdale High to be with my friends. Yeah. Um, so he's a quitter, uh, which I respect. I think quitting is often the best choice you can make. Yeah, definitely. But FP's not having it, weirdly. He's like, no, you have to go back. You can't throw away this opportunity, Jughead, which um, this whole thing reminds me in the Glee universe mm-hmm. of Kurt yep. and Bert when yep. Kurt decides to leave uh, Willie McKinley High because of the bullying and Karofsky said he was going to literally, literally kill him. Literally kill him, yeah. Um, but Bert, I think, doesn't want him to. He's like, you should stick it out. And then Kurt's like, no. And then finally they're like, yes, let's. this is not, not a safe place. It's toxic. Yeah. I can't remember if Bert told him to stick it out or because Blaine told him. Like, oh, right. That's what I'm just thinking stay. Yeah. And then <laughs> Just Bert's deal with it, like, bitch. Yeah, when Bert finds out that Karofsky was going to kill Literally Kurt. said, I will kill you. Um, he was and like, not okay. like in a fun joking way. No, like literally like, I will kill you. But FP says like, you can't throw away this opportunity. Like none of us have graduated like, high yeah, school. Yeah, they literally locked me in a coffin and, for like, like an entire day. And Brett is scary. Um, yeah. But FP then tells Jughead that actually the all the Baxter Boys books that Jughead thought FP was giving him for his birthday actually came from Forsyth Pendleton the first Jughead's uh-huh. grandfather. And FP just never told him because he didn't like his dad. Yeah. And he just pretended they were from his, him. His, like, dad instead. wasn't ever around. Betty also quits, like, Jughead. Um, but Charles is like, uh, Betty, why are you why are you quitting? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I have the serial killer genes. Like, I can't. It's toxic for me to be here. And Charles says, mm-hmm. well, I have them, too. Yeah, it's no big I deal, Betty. I also have the serial killer genes. It's fine. Um, and, and I use the FBI to harness uh, the darkness and keep it in check. Yeah. Um, and Betty's like, oh, okay. okay. Um, the mysterious woman from the trial turns out to be Veronica's sister, mm-hmm. um, Hermosa. Hermosa. Um, she's annoying. Yeah, I don't love her. Jughead, once again, is reading his Baxter Boys books, and he notices that the first page is once again torn out, yep. and, but he's in the sunlight this time, not under his covers with the flashlight. Yeah. So he can see the, like... Um, imprint of words written on the page that was torn out and he does like a little grave he does the classic detective thing um and he reads it it's a note from his grandfather which is like normal but then at the end it says trust few never let them take anything from you Mm -hmm. which seems um maybe a little suspicious suspicious Hiram somehow gets out of jail don't really understand that and he reveals he's gonna run for mayor yeah why not which is cool congrats to him um (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh so betty tells gay kevin yeah, she wants to actually continue uh, with the FBI training, and she wants to, you know, keep an eye on Charles. Yeah, and and Kevin sa- once again says like, "Oh my God, he's so hot." I'm We're gay. not bailing gay? on your hot brother's FBI yes. training class. Yeah, and Betty's <laughs> Betty says, "Forget is Charles gay or straight? I'm interested in is he a serial killer or not?" Yes, which is huge, major, one, one of the of great lines, the greatest of quotes television, of television history um, of of life, really. Um, so yeah. good. It's really a good question too. And um, so this surprised me because when I, I guess I just trust Charles. Yeah, 
Um, so I, in my mind, never went to, oh, he has the serial killer genes. He must be a serial killer. Right. Because, like, Betty has the genes, and she's not actually. She's so normal and everything, yeah. In my in my viewing of experience of viewing the show, I haven't seen her kill anyone. Other than her cat, yeah. Right. And so I was like, well, it's probably, it's they can be friends and together and not be serial killers and just have the serial killer genes. Right. But her first thought is, okay, he's a serial killer. He's definitely a serial um, killer. Which makes me think, well, then does she think that she's definitely a serial killer but her sort of her bullet points as to why he might be a serial killer other than the genes Mm -hmm. are um that she's only ever seen him at pops her house and the fbi office yeah which is true that's the only place i've ever seen him what does he do all day why is he still in riverdale um these are all good questions um archie dodger who cares who cares um okay and at stonewall prep uh they're having a, a one more meeting of the class with Francis Dupont and Mr. Chipper, chipping, chipping, yeah. chipping, and they um they say okay who which who which which of you would like to uh try and be the next author of the Baxter Boys series? Sure. And everyone but Jughead raises their hand. Yeah. And he's like all hunched over, looking down, and yeah. and someone's like Jughead, you're not like you're not interested. And he's like, oh, I'm interested. Yeah. So like, maybe you should have just raised your hand. Probably. And so they, the way it's going to work is that they have to write the first three chapters of the Baxter Boys book that they would write and then have an outline for the rest of it. Sure. And Sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yes. And DuPont, Francis DuPont, is going to have uh, provide them with a theme mm-hmm. um, so they can sort of have the topic that they're going to write on. Yeah. And doesn't this is when Jughead says, like, by the way, like, it's Forsyth. Yes, he's like, he's like me, you can call me Forsyth the third. <laughs> call me Forsyth. Um, Which Brett's probably happy about, because he loves to call him yeah. Forsyth. And the theme that the guy reveals is the perfect, the perfect murder. murder. Sure. Yep. Which you're like, hmm, very interesting. Very interesting. That's the end of the episode. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so weirdly, this weird, like, sort of Cooper Black style font comes up on the screen <laughs> in yellow. <laughs> And they're they're all the all of our friends are in a classroom, including Reggie, who we barely saw in this episode. Poor Reggie, yeah. Um, I miss him. And Veronica, Archie, and Betty are sitting at a table, you know, working on something. And the words on the screen say "biology class, spring semester." Mm-hmm. And then FP busts into the room. Yeah. And he says, um, "Archie Andrews, Betty Cooper, Veronica Lodge, you're under arrest for the cold-blooded murder of my son, Jughead Jones." Yeah. Um. What? What? And if and again, if you remember, the episode just before this uh-huh. ends with the scary Jughead in the yeah Forsyth's dead body. Yeah, sorry, Forsyth. For- I know I, yeah, <laughs> Forsyth. Forsyth's dead body in the morgue, and Betty identifying it. So it really feels like they're building up to the death of Jughead. It really, in a lot of ways, it, it does. Re- feel it feels like that. like that. Yeah, pretty interesting. Which is exciting. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him die. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I really, really, really looking forward to that. Fig- looking forward to. Someday, finding out what exactly is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, I do have a theory today. Oh, good. Okay, thank God. So I noticed that Betty and Jughead uh-huh. have had a surprise mystery brother. Sure. It's the same guy because he's both of their half-brothers. He is, yeah. And now Veronica has a surprise mystery sister. Yeah. So, of course, that begs the question, what about all these other characters? Do they also have surprise mm. forgotten siblings? So I was thinking, Archie probably doesn't. He's such an only child. Yeah. Um, I could not I could not see that. And I was like, well, what about some of these other characters? And then I remembered Gay Kevin. Mm. And I think Gay Kevin needs a mystery surprise sibling. Okay, okay. And here's 
Here's what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. Okay, so what year did Riverdale start in? 2017. Okay. So all these siblings are also older, which is interesting. Yes. So I think that gay Kevin and Riverdale's in, like, New York? New York State? Uh, yeah. Somewhere Theoretically, around there. somewhere around there. Um, right. So that's not too far from Ohio. Oh, my God. And if Riverdale started in, like, 2017, I think Glee ended... 2015, right? Yeah, right around then. Um, which would make someone who was a, a sophomore in high school in the first season of Glee in 2009 a good eight, eight or, or nine or maybe even ten sure, years I'm older. I'm not going to worry about doing the Than math. someone like Gay Kevin, which seems like the sort of the right amount of age difference oh for all God. these characters. And like, who would be Gay Kevin's mystery sibling? Well, he'd have to be gay. Yeah, obviously. That's just how it works. So I think it's Kurt. You think it's Kurt? Kurt, Gay Kurt. Both with a K. Riverdale loves the alliteration. Right, that's true. Kurt's mom is supposedly dead. Oh my right? god! But like, do we've they, never do seen they gay see Kevin's her body. Mom. Did like, what's going on here? Gay Kevin's dad is dead, right? Or no, his he's dad just is a sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, but not anymore. Well, not anymore. But he's not dead. <laughs> he just got fired. <laughs> he just got fired. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Gay Kevin has a, a a mystery mother. Kurt's mother is dead. Yeah. Oh, my God. The other song that I love. Oh, my God. <laughs> we didn't talk about my whole favorite Glee episode. Pause. We're doing that now. Okay, great. Yeah. Grilled cheeses. Oh, sure, sure, sure. The greatest really episode good of TV episode. maybe of all time. Yeah. It has the emotional Bert is dying in the hospital stuff. Mm-hmm. Rachel's rendition of Papa, Can You Hear Me from Yentl is <laughs> everything for me. And when Kurt sings, I want to hold your hand about yeah. his dad. And it's so sad and beautiful. I love that. I love Kurt. Anyway. So I think Kurt and Gay Kurt and Gay Kevin are probably long-lost siblings. Probably, yeah. And I think, I mean, we have, what, like one and a half more seasons of Riverdale before it's over? I think this will be coming into the, the story at some point. Yeah. Um, I oh, think that's going to be great because Kevin is, he'll be so jealous that Kurt is more right, talented Right, he's like more talented. Him. He lived in New York City. Right. Maybe Kurt could help them with one of their musical episodes. Oh, my God. Beautiful and They could voice. finally do the Rocky Horror episode that I've been literally dying for them to so, do since like so season awesome. three. Yeah, so I think that's going to happen. You heard it here first. Yeah, look, that's what I have tune to tune in. I mean, why not? At this point, they're ending the the, se- the right, show's ending. Well. They need to go out what, on a bang. What is there to lose? Bring in Gay Kurt, Gay Kurt, and the rest of the Glee class. Right, because aside from if, the ones who are dead, if one of them is a sibling, then the rest of them can come on in and join. Yeah. Blaine can come Blaine on. Blaine can be there. Which would be awesome. Would love to. He would fit right in. He literally. He's such would. a Riverdale, such a Riverdale character. character. He literally is. The Warblers, like, blazer. Yeah, it's basically the Stonewall prep right outfit. In. Like, they would fit right in. Yeah, so oh, I'm God. pretty sure that's going to happen. I think probably it will, yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, I liked this episode. Yeah, I think it's a fun one. Um, it has a, a lot, lot of fun stuff going on. I, I love, love the, the Betty so- serial killer stuff. I love the Betty. That's, like, my favorite part of the entire show is the Betty serial killer stuff. I love the part where they're playing murder and Brett yes. is like, no, I knew it was him beforehand. I win. It's like, no, Brett, you don't, you actually. Don't you, you don't. don't. Um... I love Charles. Charles I love is awesome. Charles. I really, I do, I, I'm craving more information about Charles. Yeah, he's really an interesting character. Um, um, forget if he's gay or straight. We need to know if he's a serial killer or not. I can't believe he has the serial killer genes. he has the serial killer genes. That's not real, right? No one has serial killer genes. I think they are, like, real in real life. That's crazy. But they're not, like... Like, the same. It's not like if you have these genes, you are Right, a it's more killer. like maybe personality traits e- that yeah. some people You're have sort of, that know, maybe predispose you to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that, I, I guess. I feel awesome. Um, oh, this is the episode where Jughead, like, slams Bright onto a desk and almost kills him with a yeah, stapler. Yeah. Love that. Love that scene. Great scene. That was cool. Um, that's when Ju- when um, 
Brett tells him that he's he doesn't have any talent and he's a he's like a welfare queen. Yeah, yeah. Which is I mean like true. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. He's a terrible writer. He's so he's right, terrible. He's not a good writer. He's I do hope he gets the Baxter brothers job. Yeah, I think he would he like could that. Maybe help him become more normal. Maybe this has all been a Baxter Brothers series. At the end, they're going to reveal Probably. that Archie's like real last name is Baxter. Yeah. Um, I forgot to spin. I have to spin for the yeah, next episode. Yeah, you got to spin. Let's do it. Episode 70? That sounds fun. <gasps> yeah. Okay. okay. Chapter 70, The Ides of March. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, This one is really great. That's all I have to say. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Season 4, Episode 13. It's awesome. good probably that we're keeping it in the season four just so you yeah, can gain more information I can nail about down what's some happening. Information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, send us an email with your favorite Glee uh, cover. I think yeah, I might have said that I last literally time, think but we, I don't really nobody care. Nobody fucking emailed us. So. I'd still love to hear it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Bye. 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 Bye.